Welcome back to the latter side of everything Sunday edition. You know right off the top where you can find this if you want to watch, listen, or learn, or any other combination of three. Probably not the first one, though. Um, then you can go to find The Light Comedy at thelightcomedy.blogspot.ca, thelightcomedy.wordpress.com. Those are the blogs. If you want to find the RSS feed, then you can go to FeedBurner, iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, and of course, for all old episodes, it is on archive.org. Shout out for storing all my stuff. So, the blog, the light comedy, the RSS, the letter side of everything, and of course, the light comedy, an old storage. Whatever way you listen, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Right into it this week. So, uh, this comes from uh, something that happened at, well, something that happened, something that was asked, I guess, at trivia, a question. Um, I don't think I mentioned it on this podcast yet. So, uh, yeah, a little uh, blowhardy piece. Not this most recent week. Uh, we came sixth out of 13 teams, but uh, the week before, we won. And uh, yeah, we won the trivia. So that was pretty cool. Um, felt pretty good. And uh, yeah, made sense because it was the only week we had <laughs> a larger amount of players than four. Usually the, the teams that win have like six or seven, but uh, even more than that. But yeah, we had uh, six, I think. So. Yeah, anyway, shout out to my team if anyone listens. I know at least one of them does. So, yeah, in the episode. But this came from a question that was asked this most recent time, and it was, uh, what is the common expression for uh, having to accept something difficult or unpleasant? Uh, and it was, it said, they gave a hint, and it was something about biting the and we're all like oh okay biting the bullet um but it it got me thinking and about many other things and a lot of nostalgic stories uh how many things do we say and you know i i would say whether through lack of education ignorance not willing to learn just accepting um we just we just say uh you know, and I, I pertain this both to words and expressions. Um, largely expressions are the ones that you can give examples of. But I'll tell a few stories that revolve around specific words. But, uh, you know, just learned one recently. And myself, it always like, it always blows me away. Uh, I always add away on the end of that sentence because people get confused. <laughs> uh, it always blows me away when you learn one because you say it all the time, right? And in, it, you know, for myself, maybe it's ignorance, maybe thinking like, yeah, that's just an expression that means this. But it has to come from somewhere. Like every expression has to have had some origin story. You know, just learned one this week where the, you know, where the history of butter me up or like you have to, you know, you have to butter someone up sort of thing. <laughs> butter me up could be a reference to like literally buttering someone um <laughs> no but uh for those of you that don't use the expression that much when you butter someone up you know you schmooze them i don't know if i'm using the correct term but you know you flatter them compliment them uh just so i'm not mistaken i'll get this from a different source to say what it means but uh the correct history of it is an ancient indian custom involved throwing balls of uh, clarified butter at statues of the gods to seek favor. 
uh, yeah, I was like, wow, that actually sounds like something. But you say it at the time, you don't really think about it because in your brain, you're using it for a different meaning. You're not searching for the thing. But uh, if no one else has this thought, I would find that very peculiar. But uh, yeah, like the, the things, like how many? And it's, I want to say right off the top, the reason that it's so difficult is is just that, as I just mentioned, is that when we use them, we don't think about, hmm, don't know what this means at the time, because in our brain, we just go on with our thought because we're using it for a different purpose. But also, it's not a, a list of things that, um, you know, phrases, idioms that we you formulate in your day like you're like oh i don't know this is an idiom and this is a just a normal sentence or this is an analogy uh, if anyone does categorize their life like that it'd be very interesting to have them on the podcast but that being said i will talk about some words and some personal experiences so i may or may not have talked about this way 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 back in the early days of the podcast but uh, i was a resident advisor and, uh, you know, this this is a story that happened while I was at school, but it's not a school story. Once you start listening to it here, you'll understand. So when I was hired, you had to go through a whole bunch of different training, obviously procedures, blah, blah, blah. Um, one of them was inclusivity training. Um, you don't really know what that is. And I can honestly say it was one of the most frustrating yet boring um, <laughs> training sessions time pieces of my life I've ever been involved in. Uh, can't really describe why, but it's it's basically like a comedic bit that one person would write in a sitcom or a movie where you'd want to portray a guy who's clearly not actually sexist, but he keeps saying the wrong thing to, to be portrayed as sexist in the scene, and it's being a class or something, seminars being taught by a woman, and you know, it's, oh, so you think women shouldn't vote? No, absolutely, they should vote. They should think whatever they want. It's like, oh, so you think women and men think differently, you know, <laughs> things like that. Maybe a horrible example, but you get where I'm going. It was it was like a real-life version of, <laughs> of that situation, and uh, not just with towards women, but everything. Everything you, you say with these people were teaching us. I think there was two of them, two women, um... Everything these people were saying could be, they were saying you could say anything that could be misconstrued. So basically, don't ever open your mouth. <laughs> uh, I understand, you know, this is a multicultural university in the sense of, well, what university isn't. Uh, well, you know, we won't get into that. But, but yeah, uh, lots of different, you know, ethnicities, lots of Caucasians, Asians, Americans, natives, blah, blah, blah. Uh, when I say Americans, I mean everything from North, South, Central. Yeah. So, anyways, I understand. you got to learn the things. But this is where I get into it. And I'm at this point, and this, you know, one of those disclosures, I haven't determined if I'm going to include this in... Uh, in the subtitle of this episode in brackets. I think I may, but ignorance is bliss. You know, it's, uh, you know, Birdman or the, uh, whatever word that is, of, of ignorance. It It is fantastic, but this is, this is half the thing. So we were talking about it, and uh, a saying that a lot of people use is rule of thumb. I say this to people now because everyone uses it. I don't. 
I don't lose my mind when I hear it. I simply explain, you know, and I would never explain this to a supervisor or uh, <laughs> someone not interested to have a conversation with me in this sense. The rule of thumb, <clears throat> pardon me, does anyone actually know where it comes from? No callers in it when I ask that question, so I'll assume uh, I'll go ahead and answer that question. Well, as I learned in that training, rule of thumb comes from an actual rule back in, uh, I believe, a lot <laughs> more recent than some of us would like to believe, um, within the last 150 years, I think, uh, where the rule of thumb was the width of the stick that you were allowed to beat your wife with the width of your thumb. So that was the rule of thumb. Now, it somehow got worked into, you know, you know, like, oh, should we, should we buy these uh, plastic forks for the picnic or should we buy these ones? Mm, you know, rule of thumb, you gotta go with the ones uh, dot, 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 right? You know, maybe I'll just try bringing in that's all phase off into sentences where I don't want to get into a more <laughs> detailed example, but Everyone knows now what rule of thumb means. It's a common expression. But I was had my mind blown. My parents had their mind blown because they they had never heard of that before. And it was one of those things that was like, so you don't want me to say it. And this was the ignorance thing. So yes, their opinion was that we are perpetuating negativity and differences between men and women and upper class, lower class. Um, I'm not trying to belittle the actual things that happen that do that, but let me say, I'm going to emphasize one word I just said, the actual. Now, if someone's using racist or slurs or like negative connotations about women or a certain ethnicity race, then yes, that is bad. That should stop. I 100% agree. Uh, you know, libertarian and the fact that everyone should be equal as well. But if you don't know something is bad, it's sort of like a child. Do you punish a child the same way? And again, I mean this in the sense of, you know, parenting and not being one. So again, this is not a parenting advice podcast. We had one of those episodes. <laughs> Uh, maybe a lot more little pieces than I hope to put out there. But what I'm getting at is that they're obviously considered different. Uh, in some countries, for example, like Canada, they have a thing, and I hope I don't butcher this, the pronunciation of it, but I believe it's called mens rea. I, I couldn't spell it for you. But it's basically the thing that they do when they are trying children, like youth offenders, and if they can prove mens rea, it's sort of like were they thinking with the ability of an adult sort of thing? And it's whether they go to juvenile detention versus real prison or things like that, like what they're tried as. I don't know any of the law details. If any, there's any lawyers listening, I hope I didn't butcher that. Um, you know, and again, that's one country's law, so I'm not that read up on it. That being said, um, we, every society sort of has this forgiveness and ability to understand that children are still learning and, you know, they, they haven't, um, become their fully formed selves yet. And hey, like, who knows when that happens when you're 80, 120? <laughs> Do any of us really become fully formed? So, anyways, um, it, it is that, is that ignorance thing to me in the sense of like, well, yes, thank you for telling me, but, 
it's ignorance, but are we coming up with another expression to replace it? <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a silly thing to say, and some of you might be really offended that I'm just willing to continue to perpetrate, perpetrate, perpetuate the rule of thumb. Well, <laughs> what are you going to tell me to say instead of? And I always say this, that you might think this is a weird view to have, but, you know, a lot of, like, economists, for example, like they say in Freakonomics, they wouldn't, they don't vote, like, they don't, they, when they ask about voting, they say, well, your vote truly doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things in national vote, because one vote does not make a difference. And, and you know, again, I'm paraphrasing, so don't butcher me on that. Um, <laughs> but, this is it's the same sort of thing like okay so i stop saying it like then do i go and i convince people like and i'm not going to be as avid of a convincer personally as these women were and i'm not here to say who's right or wrong um i'm sharing my opinion on this situation not saying it's right or wrong you have your own obviously but i'm not going to be as avid of a convincer as they were like they're going to have to get me from a latent public to an engaged and actively participating <laughs> to use a bunch of marketing terms yeah like i'm not going to sing the praises of why this is wrong as much as they would and that's just how it is so is it going to make a difference is the other thing but it's that ignorance and like, ignorance is bliss because in this like i didn't mean that like if every day i'd ever use the phrase and who knows like Maybe I personally would use the phrase twice in my life, or maybe 200, who knows? Don't really count idioms and phrases either. But up until that point, every time I'd ever meant it, I, I'm going to venture to say that 50% of the time, you know, it's probably a good guess, maybe 51, 49, who knows, I was saying it to a male or a female, like, whatever is better. <laughs> like, if you don't know, and then, you know, like, blah, 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 like, but, you know, I've argued before, like, ignorance is not an excuse. Well, okay, there's a difference between, like, throwing out your garbage um, when I with recycling in it, and, uh, you know, you learn as a kid that, like, oh, like, break the, if you're going to throw it out or whatever, like, the, the plastic things from beer cans, the, the, oh, they choke the fish, and like, okay, that's a different type of ignorance because that's something you can do and you, like it's not a huge deal but like you know like, like that like it's also so long ago and i think i started on such a unique one i didn't mean to <laughs> derail off into just a specific one about uh rule of thumb but it's so long ago that it's like well that's what it meant and that's what we get into the communication theory of connotative versus denotative like originally the denotative meaning was this and now the, the connotative i always sort of get them straight i used to get them mixed up i think of deno is like the denomination the original and then con is like a con like a convict like it conned the meaning it stole it um yeah might sound stupid but whatever helps you memorize stuff in school yeah so, <laughs> I could uh, tell a fascinating story about the yellow ribbons and support our troops about that, about the connotative and denotative meaning one time, if anyone wants to know about that. But moving on to another saying, like, these were these were the things, and in this training, like, there was a few. Um, the one, <laughs> honestly, I learned more about words and phrases I had never heard before. Um, 
it was funny and I'm going to say one right now and I'll talk talk openly about it and I'll just say like I had never heard the word kike before in my life I hope I didn't offend anyone by just saying it but you know I'm a personal believer of you have to be able to say the word you're discussing about and take power away from it and its negativity discuss it in an educational philosophical manner so that word I had never heard it before and everyone was always like yeah you have I was like when would I have heard it like I grew up in a country like in our country, in the country, in small town school, we didn't have any Jewish people out there. And it's the same thing with like, we weren't truly racist because we were sort of oblivious to the whole thing. Um, like we, we had the only Asians that lived out there own the gas stations. So they were pretty well off. <laughs> like, why would you make fun of them in any way? Because they were rich. And the only, uh, for the first 16 years of my life, the only uh, black person that I knew, and I mean genuinely knew, was a cop in one of the towns. And again, like, pretty solid individual sort of thing. You know? And so with that, like, I was pretty fortunate to be raised in a non-stereotype and non-racist uh, environment. Not personally, as I mentioned, my father was very racist of every ist you can think of. But it just he was an idiot, so then I associated all of his uh, <laughs> everything, all of his everything with <laughs> being an idiot. But, but yeah, like I the, that word, and I was like, oh, okay, don't have to worry about me saying that. And uh, and the one that got me, I was like, I agree, like I'll never say that. Like, and they're like, you've probably said it before, and I was like, I have not said it before. I this is the first time I've heard it, and they were like, I didn't seem like a you know, a kid who had no life experience and uh, reserved and, you know, hermited, let's say that. <laughs> or if that's a phrase, I'll just create it now. Um, yeah, like I wasn't like that, but I was like, no, genuinely. And he, But here's the one. Here's the one that I still have an issue with today. Not the word itself, the way that they portrayed it. And they're like, you shouldn't say this. And they were really warning against it. You don't want to offend anyone. Here's an expression, which I probably, you know, I hope this doesn't offend anyone. I had personally said, and I had heard many other people say, I definitely did not think about it in the sense of what it truly meant. I probably could have been able to read into it as I got older, but never really thought about it. Hadn't said it in a long, long time. But, I don't know, most of us have probably heard this expression tossed around before. And the saying is, when you are paying someone and they shortchange you, you might be thinking I'm going for a worse saying here, is, you gypped me. Gypped, as in G-Y-P-E-D. Two P's? No, just one P. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, doesn't that mean, like, you shortchanged me? Like, yeah. And you know what they said? No, that refers to the gypsies and the tie-ins of, like, they stole your money. And I was like, oh, so in this connotation, am I calling them a gypsy? And they said, no, like, you're, you're like, associating negativity with with that particular group of people and i was like who gypsies and first of all i was like are gypsies still a thing that genuinely functions if we have any gypsies that listen to this podcast 
I would love to have you on and talk about your lifestyle. I will dedicate an entire podcast to just talking about you if you'd like to come and be a guest. And it will not be negative in any way. It will purely be me. I will write up a list of questions ahead of time. <laughs> That's one of those things was like, okay, I don't really say this expression personally, so I don't really have to worry about it too much. I've probably said it in the past, as I mentioned. But I was like, who is it offending? Okay, like it, this sort of without making a huge jump here ties into the whole thing of like uh that's going on in the states right now of the like the wanting to change and the the in the cleveland indians and chicago blackhawks thing like and i i personally am against it because they're strong symbols they're popular symbols like maybe they're not the politically correct term but then it's like okay like what like the blackhawks specifically like you know that's a tribe sort of thing but like the cleveland indians like yeah maybe it's it's not good but i'm like we're on this kick now that's like but did we use it in a negative context like where where are we going with this and with the gypsies like that one uh, this like i said this is why it's a huge jump but who am i offending gypsies I'm sorry. And if that's what they do, like, is there such a thing as a genuine, honorable gypsy? Is there a person that's... I'm not saying there's not. I'm saying that, like, if that's a thing that they do, we've came up with this term to describe people who are travelers and, you know, I know very little about <laughs> gypsies. Maybe I'm putting myself into a d deeper hole here. But I just think like that's one of those things I was like, I won't offend any race of people, but it, like, gypsies are a group of people. And, you know, it's sort of to me like on the same thing of calling a drifter, like, oh, or something like in Canada, you know, the, the Hutterites or in the States, like the Amish, the things like that. Like these are terms to describe people. These are things that they have done in the past. Now, obviously, calling someone a Nazi is a little bit overboard. But, you know, it's come into being a jovial manner now in a lot of a lot of connotations. You know, and if you disagree with me, I would refer you to Seinfeld. Um, ergo, the soup Nazi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like... It's a thing, and it was just funny that I'm like, this is the one we're focusing on. You choose to bring this up. Then you know what wasn't brought up in there? The term Nazi. I'm like, I think that has a stronger meaning than the word gypsy and saying you gypped me. Like, I've never really heard the expression you Nazi'd me. Maybe that's a thing that needs to be brought in to prove a point about gypsies. But <laughs> again, if I've offended any gypsies out there, come on. Come on the show. <laughs> I would love it. Anyways, it's one of those things is like, where are our priorities at? What do we focus on? Like, this is a saying, but are, we're ignorant, but like, did I mean it in a negative way? Is it about a thing that's like, you offended a group of people that were that were dominant back then, and um, when the saying was used, and now like, it's, it's taken on a different meaning. And if you were to ask people around the world, like, do they genuinely mean that they're referring to gypsies when they use this saying? No. No, they're not. Um, I, I mean, I haven't done the statistics, but I would venture to say that's probably more true than it isn't. So you you lost it, gypsies. If you're out there <laughs> listening, I'm sorry, but you no longer have that phrase. Maybe there's a different term to use, but again, like, 
this is what it's used as now. It's it's the connotative meaning, and it doesn't. It's not out there to necessarily offend a group of people that it's based on. It's just it's taken on a whole different life of its own, and it, it's just a coin of phrase, just an idiom we use. And maybe that's what I should have called it. Sometimes an idiom is just an idiom. Sometimes a phrase is just a phrase. And hopefully this wasn't just another episode. I'll just throw in the quick tie-in at the end. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, hopefully this one wasn't offensive to anyone. Again, anytime I bring up these things, it's just about a discussion. And I personally believe we have to be able to use the words in a discussion and not in a negative context, but portray them in certain lights to uh, yeah further further the existing discussion. So again, I truly do apologize if I offended or hurt anyone. If I said something that totally threw you off this podcast, I'm very sorry. But I don't think I did. I think my listeners are pretty intelligent, pretty, uh, you know, lighter side people, and they also enjoy the discussion. And that is they is you, to use horrible grammar there. But thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Um, hopefully this was one of the more discussional episodes. Um, yeah, felt good. Wasn't quite sure how long it was going to go. So, uh, yeah, maybe more of these discussional ones in the future. Hopefully uh, not too taboo for you to ease it. <laughs> was, I'm sorry. Until next time, this has been the latter side of everything. Furthering the discussion and asking about phrases and their ignorance. Say.